What's up, baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work featuring a sociopath, a narcissist, and then there's me. <laughs> oh, God. If you're new here, I'm Abby. I'm Shannon. Welcome. How is everyone? How are you doing? How How are you? Abigail, I how feel are you? great to be back in the studio. You do? We, yes. Are you feeling like on fire? I'm feeling on cloud nine. Wow. I know. I missed the studio. I missed you guys. I'm so sorry that, you know, we didn't deliver on our our half ass promise last last episode. There's too many I had a feeling there's too many alcoholic beverages being consumed for us to record. It Mm -hmm. would have been it would have been not cute. No. (laughs) But today is our sixtieth episode. Can we just take a minute to reflect on the past fifty nine? Yeah. That's crazy. 60? 60 is big, you know? Can we? No. 65 is when we can get, what is it? The discounts, senior discounts. Oh, and retire. (laughs) Guys, we're five episodes away from retirement. (laughs) So when we hit 65, we're just going to be done. Oh, God. Well, if you didn't know, we went to Miami for Shannon's birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Um, And you probably can't tell because we're we're not tan even a little bit. (laughs) Every time I come back from Miami, people were like... "Um, like, did you go in And the you sun? stayed a week longer than everyone. I know. But I also worked on there. You have nothing to show. No, nothing. No it's actually lines. embarrassing. Saturday, I did think about going in the sun, but then we were like at some like beach bar and I was in the shade the whole day. Honestly, your 60 year old self will thank you when you don't when have I'm, wrinkles. When I'm actually 60. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we are recovering. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, you were back last week. Yes. I just got back the other day. So I'm still dealing with that like like the post breakup depression (laughs) from the vacation where like you're on the vacation, it's coming to an end. You start getting little like tingles in your fingers and toes. We were like, do I just extend my trip? I did extend my trip because I was so anxious. I got home and like Sunday was bad. Oh, I bet. Monday was horrible. (laughs) And like every day it's getting progressively better, but I'm also still like not fully in it. And, you know, when you get back and you just have so much work mm-hmm. and so much you need to catch up on and then you haven't seen your friends in forever, you haven't seen your family and everything just makes you like sick to your stomach. Like, yeah. I don't know why. It's such a weird feeling. Well, at least you didn't take like three to four days off of PTO your like second week of work. Yeah. Was that like well received? <laughs> um, I told them in advance before I even took the job that okay. this was a high priority. A prerequisite. Yeah, it was okay. a prereq. I know what you mean. It was so much fun. The weather was beautiful. We yes. got so lucky. It didn't rain. It was amazing. Um, We so usually we go to Miami for those that are new every single year in March. Um, We usually get a hotel. This year we got an Airbnb and it was was so fun. It was awesome. I think it was good because we usually have a group of people that are ready to go like up and at them in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then we have a group, (laughs) Abby and myself, that usually sleep in a little bit. We take a little bit longer to get ready. So usually our friends want to kill us. But this year we had this great Airbnb. It had a pool. It was right by the ocean. So people could kind of like chill out a little bit. And I feel like we like made it a point to have some more downtime this year, which was nice. Yeah. There was a whole day where we didn't leave the house until dinner. We just laid out by the pool and it was so relaxing. I will say the house was amazing. Shout out Bianca for finding it. But next year I want to find something closer. Yes. hundred percent. Because it was like with traffic, like Like 40 minutes away. I know. Like it it seemed like it was only going to be 15, 20 minutes, but I don't know what's going on. The traffic in Miami this year was insane. It's never been that bad before. It's overpopulated now. 
Yeah, I don't know, but it, it felt like a lot longer just because of the traffic. Um, but yeah, it was definitely like an eventful time. Um, we did have one day where they, we were like on our way. So we had the whole day chilling by the pool. We were like drinking. We did some like light partying, but nothing out yeah. of control. No. There was a point where Mystery Man sat on top of the like lion lion statue but like it was fine i know i'm still waiting for michael to text the group to be like yeah so they checked the security cameras <laughs> and there's a i want that picture just like a picture of him like riding uh, the I didn't take riding the, the there's like statues by the pool it's like a big lion statue and there's him on top of it <laughs> it's like the number one thing you're not supposed to do but anyways we didn't do anything out of control we, yeah. were, we did some like chicken fights <laughs> There was definitely some pool water consumed by accident. But um, like, Mr. Man and I, we did a pool race because we were both lifeguards. Oh my God. Yes. He smoked me. You guys were both lifeguards. And I really thought you had it in the bag. And Michael was like, Gail's going to get smoked. <laughs> Are you? I was the lifeguard that did not go in the water. Okay. Unless right. Maybe. I would look at everyone else around me and wait for someone else to go in for me. She was the liability lifeguard. Um, <laughs> that's, but you somehow were, was but captain. See, he was a pool. You were the ocean. You'd think True. that you'd be better. That's why I had my money on you. I know. You let me down. I'm sorry. Um, so anyways, that night we, we got a big party bus to go to the restaurant, um, on the way to dinner, which was super fun. And we're in the party bus and the owner of the Airbnb calls Michael. It's like flipping out. He's like, I heard you guys had like a 50 to 60 person party. It was out of control. The neighbors are complaining. Like if this is the case, it's gonna be like a $5,000 fine. We're kicking you guys out, like freaking out. And this is like one of those few times where we actually didn't do anything wrong. I know. We had, we said we had 24 people there and I'm pretty sure there's only 22 in the house. Mm -hmm. We like followed all their rules. We really didn't do anything wrong. So Michael's like, what are you talking about? And the guy's like, there's also a car in the driveway right now like go back and check it out zach or he was like no he said don't go he said he didn't say go back and check it out he said there's a car in the driveway it. right now and like if that's the case like we're gonna tow it like the neighbors it was like complaining. not in the drive it was like slightly on the street so michael and his friend our our friend zach were like they're like all right we're just gonna go back to the house and like figure shit out so they go back to the house they go to the airbnb everything's in order because they were like is it is the owner of this house going to show up right now and like freak out and like see all the stuff everywhere. So they like titles, tidy stuff up. Nothing was bad. And they were like, all right, we're good to go. They go outside and they see this like creepy car that's like parked in the driveway. And well, we were on a dead end. So we were the last house mm -hmm. of the neighborhood. So, so there's, there's no reason why someone should be parked outside of our house. Yes, exactly. So they see this house that's parked at the dead end, like just chilling there like lights on and there's two people sitting in the back seat like facing the house like staring at it basically and they like walk up to it to be like what, what's going on and the car flashing it flashes its lights at them to be like back off so they get wicked freaked out and all of a sudden they're like oh my gosh what if like someone's breaking in like what what's going on it's this huge house the guy usually airbnbs it out and then like they come back to dinner and they're they're freaking out. They're telling us about it. And we all start having these flashbacks to all day long when like six people showed up at the house. Like we had the maintenance guy, the pool guy, the pool guy, like there the was pesticide guy. The pesticide like, guy. They had spies on us. Yeah. And literally we were like, oh my gosh, what if all these people weren't even like the pool guy or the maintenance guy? Like what if they were coming to like scope it scope out? Scope out the place. Like, was the pool guy really the pool guy? Because they didn't do anything. Didn't do shit. The pool guy came, did a lap around the pool and left. Like didn't add any chemicals, didn't do anything. No. So all of a sudden we start freaking out. We're at this dinner and we're like, oh my gosh, like that was it. Like they were, they were, they were <laughs> scoping the place out. They were there all day. They're waiting for us to leave. Now they're robbing the place. So like two of our guy friends go back there. They're like, all right, we're going to fix this. Like we're going to go back there. And 
all of the, and everyone's drinking and all of a sudden it hits all of us. We're like, well, not like they have like weapons on them. Like, what are they going to do if they get there? It's like Zach. I know. And just shows up there and there's a bunch of people robbing the place. Like, what would they do? Do you remember the guy that picked up uh, Michael and, and Bianca's car? He, I don't know if you were around for this, but they, uh, no. he came into the house. He was like, yo, your Airbnb sick. Like, can I come inside and check it out? Oh yeah. And he had a gun on him. Yeah. You're right. He <laughs> I did. was like, um, excuse me, sir, get out. We had these, um, so we all rented cars from like Turo or whatever. Yeah. So people wanted to get like dope cars for a few days. So the, one of the people that, or two of the people that like owned one of the cars and was dropping it off, like asked for a tour of the Airbnb, which we shouldn't have done. Like you don't just bring random people into your Airbnb. Mm -hmm. He walks into the house and he, they both have guns on them. So it was just like definitely like a sketchy experience. The good news is that we did not get robbed and no. it all ended up being okay. We called the cops, the cops showed up and it was fine. It was but. fine. And Bailey, we went to Bailey that night. Bailey was great. The atmosphere was great. Highly recommend. I oh. will say they can't really accommodate large parties. Um, and they make you pay extra. Like they do, which I understand why the preset menus and everything, but you're, you, you're better off just getting like, we should have just got four tables of six and just ordered whatever we want. Yeah. hundred percent. I know what you mean, but it was really fun at Bailey. Also, I was major oh, thing I was freaking out okay so we were at Paoli we're sitting there at dinner and all of a sudden my friend Brad looks at me and he was like Shannon Sophia Beverly just walked in and I start freaking out I'm like oh my gosh and for those of you that don't know who Sophia Beverly is she used to date Dan Bilzerian um tell the people who Dan Bilzerian is if they don't know he's just like a, do you know who he is Peter I know the song about him he's just like a rich guy <laughs> he's just like a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah. Rich guy, lots of money. Lux um, lifestyle. Super luxe lifestyle. He used to live in Las Vegas. And he knows everyone. Moved to LA, like multi-millionaire, billionaire type person. Has these like insanely big parties, always pretty girls around him, all this stuff. So he was dating this girl, Sophia Beverly. And when they started dating, he was always like a playboy and he kind of just like chilled out a little bit and they had this like really cute relationship and I liked them together and then they break up and he went back to being like, and know. she's a model, right? She's, she's like a, stunning. yeah, like she's like a pretty like Insta model. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I always loved her. I thought she was so like nice and down to earth and like whatever. And then when they broke up, I stopped following Dan Bilzerian. So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're him. loyal. So I went up to her, Bailey, and I was like, Sophia, like literally I was like walking around Bailey, like looking for this girl. And I, I also see her. I'm like, Sophia, she turns around. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's me. <laughs> it's me, Sophia. <laughs> Um, so I'm like, I've never done this before. I was literally fangirling. I, I was like, I've been following you since 2017. I remember when you guys started dating and then you broke up and I was so, it was so insane. And I, I was totally on your side. And she was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked for like 20 minutes and she was like, oh my God. She's like this, you literally made my night. Like people, like I'm not used to people coming up to me. And I was like, what do you mean? Cause she has like 3,000, like 2 million followers or like right. 3 million followers. And she was like, I was like, no, I'm sure people go up to you all the time. And she was like, yes, guys, but like girls never do. Like girls don't That's know who I am. so strange. Right? It, it makes sense though, I guess. I, I give you credit because I don't know if I could, like if I, someone I knew that had that many followers, I don't think I'd have the boss go up to them. Yeah. I don't think I would. And if I did, I definitely wouldn't stay for 20 minutes talking to them. I'd be yeah. like, hi, my name's Abby. Bye. But I will say it was like the best moment of my life. So we were like talking and she was so nice, like so sweet. And she was like, oh my God, like when are you here in Miami, Tilla? And she was like, maybe we can meet up sometime. And then she like 
um, was like, what's your Instagram? And she followed me on Instagram. She followed I took a you? screenshot of it. She'll probably unfollow me at some point because she only follows like 600 people. So <gasps> I'm sure that's going to go away. But I took a screenshot of it because I can be like, oh my God, Sophia Beverly follows me on Instagram. Oh my God. Wait, I didn't know that part. That's <laughs> well, awesome. But yeah, that Maybe was she'll it. stay following you because you're the first girl that went up to her. Maybe. And you're going to be a forever memory. I didn't get a picture though. I should have gotten a picture. No one was there to take one. It you were by of, yourself. It was kind of cool. Like not, not asking for a picture. Yeah. I was just like, this was fun. And then I walked away and it was like made my night so it was good all in all I'm happy for it I forgot about that I appreciate it (laughs) Uh, so I would say Miami there's I wish we had I mean I guess that story was dramatic like the whole scary robbery potential whatever but there wasn't anything that I could make up for you guys that like stood out like it was just all in all a good weekend there was some stuff but like I probably couldn't talk about it on here at SLS oh I don't know what happened at SLS I don't remember. I'll fill you in. <laughs> okay. Um, but I would say my biggest regret was not how much money we spent or how much alcohol was consumed, but it was letting my insecurities get in the way of having fun. Like the whole weekend, I was just so insecure about like not being ready to be in a bikini and like oh my god like how do I look and at the end of the day I look back and I'm like what an idiot I was like there were times when like I didn't drink as much because I was like well if I get too drunk I'm gonna look like a slob and then I'm gonna look even more disgusting and it's just like women are so you know our appearance, our appearance, we can get so caught up in, but guys don't think twice about that shit. So why did I let how I look affect my Miami trip? Let me know. I actually didn't know you felt that way. I thought you were just trying to be more tame because last year at SLS, <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, because last time we, last year we went to SLS and I didn't last after an about like a hot five minutes, Abby was like <laughs> jumping up and down, throwing stuff like. Uh, there was hey what happens at SLS stays at SLS anyways what I thought was I thought this year you were like I want to remember the experience I thought you were just being a little bit more well behaved (laughs) because of that which I was like all right that makes sense Uh, no no okay no no you shouldn't feel that way plus honestly I feel like it's one of those places for those of you that haven't been to SLS it's a it's a pool party in Miami and it just gets insane I think the last thing and you're right like as women we all I felt the same way like you're constantly like okay is it's just like the stupid shit like okay i'm gonna drink like a vodka soda but then like am i, I don't want to bloated like am i gonna get bloated because of the bubbles and then yeah oh, well, everyone's you know drinking whatever like margaritas but i don't want to drink a margarita because there's so many calories in it like i'm only gonna drink a tequila shot or whatever and just thinking about that stuff is so dumb because everyone ends up just having a fun time and no everyone's one's too drunk to notice you and honestly like when i look at other girls i don't notice like their bodies i'm not like oh my god that girl looks like bad or weird or whatever i just think like everyone looks great everyone's having so much fun like i don't notice anything except for my own body right you know what i mean and i know that and i'm that's why i'm like disappointed with myself that i let it get to me that much during the trip but it's fine next year we'll run it back and everybody's a bikini body everybody's a bikini body (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Mm. well why why next year let's do it now starting today Oh, you're asking for two months. Starting today, I want you to take a pledge. I, Abby, Cerise's Pieces. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. We'll, 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 we'll I, Abby, <laughs> Cerise's Pieces. We'll do it offline. It's We'll fine. do it offline. No, but I know what you mean. I think, like, it makes sense. But I, 
it's something that we we all just deal with. And I, like yeah. I said, sometimes we just, we have to bring the t- tankinis back. If I was in Miami with a tankini, I would be unstoppable. Like I wouldn't care what I was drinking, what I was eating. I would just keep well, going. That's my problem. I didn't have a tankini. <laughs> <laughs> you could have borrowed Michael's mesh freaking shirt. That oh, he, that was a sight to see. Yeah, that was interesting. <gasps> For anyone that's watched 51st States, <laughs> the girl in it, her brother, um, the guy with like, like who juices and is always like doing the pull-ups the mesh shirt that he wears in that movie go back and watch it that is what my boyfriend (laughs) wore in miami in case anyone wanted to know (laughs) but anyways oh it's fine okay so amanda Bynes apparently allegedly is in a conservatorship did you know that yes this is not alleged this is all news but it's news to me and it's been nine years (laughs) it's been nine freaking years i i thought britney was the only one but apparently amanda Bynes is and she just filed to end her conservatorship and not only that but she has returned to instagram so she wasn't on instagram at all until how many days ago was that that she posted like i think it was yesterday okay so very recently, she just got a new Instagram. If you guys want to check it out, she's not verified or anything. And I'm not going to lie, like homegirl is not looking like the America's sweetheart that we all knew. And she's the man and all that and whatever. Um, yeah, it's she looks very different. Very I different. I mean, obviously she's like older, but... Yeah, but she like has these god awful bangs that it looks like she cut herself. Like half of her hair is black, the other lower half is like this bluish white, and like she has this nose piercing and a face tattoo of a yeah. heart. It's- but to be honest, if I was in a conservatorship, I'd probably do the same <laughs> thing. Like I'd act out a little bit. <laughs> I know, but so her Instagram, her new Instagram is Amanda dot binds. 1986 if you guys want to go look it out i was sharing i showed you earlier the video and isn't it creepy yeah like she doesn't look like she doesn't sound i mean she's dealt with some major mental health stuff like so basically when amanda Bynes was obviously famous like in the when was that like early 2000s when we were growing up yeah like i feel like she was always like super like fun bubbly like whatever um and then she went through i think a lot of like mental health um issues and i don't really know the full extent of it to be completely honest because we were kind of young at the time so i don't really know exactly what happened i remember just seeing the tweets like everyone was like amanda Bynes is like losing her mind or she's losing it what's going on and at the time i feel like people were a little bit less sensitive so i don't really know what was going on but then we kind of just stopped hearing about her and then i feel like we kind of all felt found out years later that she went under this conservatorship but the craziest part is that I feel like Britney's has been so widely known, but I feel like hers has been a little bit more on the back burner. Like people know about it, but like not to the extent, which is kind of sad. I think maybe, and this is all just my opinion, but maybe because the whole thing with Britney was that like her dad refused to let her off. But from what I've read is that, so this conservatorship is managed by her mother, Lynn, and she's on board with like, she supports Amanda's request to terminate the conservatorship. She said she's made a lot of progress over the past couple of years. Like she's doing well. Um, She's in a better place. And so we'll see what's going on. But her video, like, I really recommend you guys go to listen to it yourself. But just to, like, hear the tone of voice, like, it sounds like she's reading programmed it it sounds like it's obviously she's not a robot but it sounds it just sounds bizarre but she said what's up instagram amanda Bynes here my court date is coming up in two weeks i want to thank you all so much for your love and support peace out and then she put up a peace sign but the way she said it was so like kind of chilling i was like 
oh, like, is yeah. she actually okay to be, you know, terminated of this conservatorship? Um, it's just wild. And I, like I said, this was news to me. So I'm just That's in crazy. a bunch of shock. Yeah. To be honest, it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's great if her mom is like, you know, if she's in a place mentally and emotionally to end the conservatorship, then I'm for it. I think that's awesome because obviously that's the goal, right? <laughs> but mm -hmm. I don't, like, I'd have to read up more on hers because what I've heard is that each conservatorship is very different, right? Like they all entail different things. It's not like a one size fits all. So I'm not sure if hers was you know, maybe done in a certain way that was advantageous to her. I'm not sure if it wasn't. I just think the whole, just the whole idea of it is bizarre to me though. Like you made all this money, you became successful. And now it's like, you need to go to court to fight for like the right <laughs> to your own life. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's I just think it's concept. like a bizarre concept, it but is. yeah, um, definitely interesting. And I do want to read up more on it and follow it because with everything going on with Brittany, I feel like we've all become not experts, but I feel like we've all been kind of well-versed in her, you know, life and what's been happening. And now with Jamie Lynn coming, coming forward on good morning America and, and on call her daddy, we all kind of have this like generalized idea of what it looks like. And I really am curious to know, like after the course proceedings for Amanda, what it looks like for her. And I guess kind of what even triggered it? Like what was the yeah. the thing that made her go under it? So did you know, interesting. did you know that she, I mean, this is, Everything's news to me, but <laughs> a year ago, she released a song called Diamonds. I did not know that. Off mic, I'm going to go listen to it because I didn't even know, like, did she does used to she, sing back in the she day? Did she used to sing? I feel like no. no. I'm, I'm mixing them all up. Like, Same. I'm mixing up Amanda Bynes and um, Lindsay Lohan. I don't know why. Oh, like, why am I mixing did them Lindsay up? Did Lindsay sing? I don't know. Me neither. Like, maybe neither of them did. <laughs> They're all did something happen with Lindsay Lohan, too? Yeah, she lost her marbles, too. I'm trying to remember. I don't. I honestly like. That's I don't know Hollywood why. Does. You know what it is? It's because we were just like we're 12 and all this shit happened. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But it is crazy what Hollywood does. And when she you're got up. engaged to her boyfriend Paul Mitchell in 2020, and then she began living in an apartment community that offers an independent living environment for women poised to transition into an autonomous lifestyle. I guess residents there receive random toxicology screenings, weekly home checks, and weekly sessions with a case manager. So she's That's being nice. monitored, but like still kind of. Living, living independently okay yeah. that's nice so like it'll be like a good. easier transition right so she's in like a transitional i feel like she has way more freedom than britney did okay good i don't know obviously but just from what i've read i think like britney's issues were a lot more severe i don't know if i ever agree with the conservatorship but i guess like if it's done in a way where it genuinely is trying to help the person i'm more for it i still don't like the whole idea of like their finances being managed by someone else but again like who knows? I don't know like the background of like her family and her story. So if it was done for the right reasons, then great. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. We'll we'll circle back in a couple of weeks after well, we hear the news. Yes, we will update you guys. Um, all right, next we have David Dobrik. Yeah. He's back. Back, back. again. Okay. So David's I, back, David's <laughs> back, David. I don't usually listen to he has a podcast called Views with Jason Nash. Um, some like 50 year old man that hangs out with a bunch of 20 year olds. <laughs> um, but I've been looking for new podcasts because I'm sick of listening to myself over and over again. Just kidding. I don't listen to our episodes, <laughs> but I just so happened to listen to his podcast today and it just came out yesterday and 
for those of you who don't know David Dobrik, he is this YouTuber who has millions and millions and millions of followers. He's known for, you know, giving away cars, doing extreme stunts, doing crazy surprises, all that, doing it for the clout, doing it for four minute videos on YouTube, which is perfect for my attention span. Literally. I actually (laughs) used to watch his YouTube videos before he got canceled. Um, I was going to say, I'm going on his YouTube right now. Does he still post? Yeah. Yeah, three he weeks does. ago, one month ago, one month yeah. ago, too. Well, he stopped for so long. For a while, I know. Yeah. I know. I haven't really watched recently, but so, okay, a year ago, him and his friend, there's what he calls the Vlog Squad. Right. It's his group of friends, and Jeff Wittick is one of, or was one of those members um, on the Vlog Squad, and a year ago got into a near-death accident. Um, like I said, David's known for doing crazy stunts. Like the more dramatic, the better. And right. I don't know the name of the the piece of equipment that it was, but basically it was like kind of like a crane. They were doing like this like wakeboarding stuff with this crane, but then uh, it was Jeff who wanted to do something more extreme. David was driving the machine and he ended up, I don't know, flinging him too hard. Jeff ends up falling. His whole face is just broken. He almost lost his eye. He's getting hundreds of thousands of dollars of surgery. And that is insane. I know. Imagine like one of your best friends accidentally like fucks up your face. No. Like, could you forgive them? <laughs> like, I, it's just so hard to put myself into a situation where I'd be doing these like kind of Crazy extreme things. stunts for a friend. Anyway, like, it's just so bizarre, I which I think is the whole issue, right? Like, I think during this time, for those of you that don't know David Dobrik, like, obviously, like you said, millions of followers, a YouTuber, and their whole thing is they do these, sometimes it'd be funny stunts, sometimes it'd be pranks, sometimes it would be very, like, like, ha, 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 a little chuckle, and sometimes it'd be pretty crazy, the things that they would do. Like, I'm, like, looking at one right now that's, like, putting Coca-Cola and Mentos inside her mouth, like, ha, ha. Yeah, you know? like, just, like, weird things just to get clicks. But I think what ended up happening, like, around a year ago is people started coming forward saying, hey, you know, this situation happened where basically David was like, hey, yo, go do this stunt or go do this for a video, and people would do stuff that maybe they actually didn't feel comfortable doing on film. Um, and it could be anything from, you know, something a little more sexual to something more, um, I guess, like a like I don't just know dangerous. something's dangerous and scary and I think people were doing things because they he was getting like 30 million views on a YouTube video he's asking you to go do something you're part of his friend group he's basically you know the reason why you have clout and a following like are you going to do it or are you not going to do it right. and I think people started like coming forward being like I felt uncomfortable and that's when like he started getting canceled because people realized hey like is this guy kind of like messed up for asking his friends to do these things and is he pressuring them? So yeah, that was like an example of it. Mm-hmm. So this happened a year ago. Jeff is still, you know, I would say he's probably fully healed by now, but obviously his face will never be the same again. Like, right. like I said, he almost lost his eye, but in the past year, David has not once publicly addressed the entire incident until this week. Wow. And so the whole hour episode was basically just talking about the entire thing and how how much it's affected their relationship and David's life, the amount of guilt that he's had. And, you know, I guess they're, they were obviously, I mean, understandably so, like Jeff is going to be pissed at David. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't he? But it turns out that the whole thing to escalate the stunt was Jeff's idea. And I guess when it happened, when Jeff was in the hospital, he made David promise 
that he would never tell anyone that it was Jeff's idea. Why? Because Why would David agree to that? To promise mm-hmm. to not tell. I don't know, but he did. Obviously, like if you see your friend lying in the hospital bed, like and it's your fault technically, like you're gonna be like, okay, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if I'm David, in my head, the first thing popping into my head is, oh, is he asking me not to say that it was his fault so that he can come back and blame me for it later, and there's nothing I can do about it? Because everyone was like, he literally made it sound like David forced him to do this. You know what I mean? Right. I know. It's interesting. I mean, like he. So it turns out he kept his promise for a year, and then recently about a week or so ago in a podcast interview that like wasn't David's podcast, he ended up breaking that promise and telling that person that it was Jeff's idea. And so obviously Jeff got repissed. And so that's kind of what triggered, I think David to finally open up and talk about it. And it's so hard to put yourself in either one of their shoes. I think like at this point, it's like, is the friendship just broken? I feel like you can't really come back from it at this point. Yeah. I mean, it, it is odd to me though that like, because Jeff did, I remember when this all happened and Jeff did make it sound like David made me, like forced me to do this stunt. And I ended up right. like messing up my face because of it. Now in his defense, is he like, well, yeah, like we would do anything to impress David and that was the issue. But it's like, you're still an adult dude. Like you don't have to do something. You know what I mean? Like no one's right. forcing you. No one told you to come up with the idea to do that stunt. So I think it could go in either way. I think, I don't know. I think letting like from David's point of view, if I was him, like, I don't know if I'd want everyone thinking I forced someone to do that either. Like, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd agree to that. That's a good point. You know what I mean? I didn't think of that, but that is super interesting. So they're not, they're not friends anymore. Like they're not on speaking terms. Well, I don't think Jeff wants anything to do with him right now. With people getting canceled. It's so interesting. So I was just looking at his YouTube. Like he used to get 20 million views on a um, video, like 30 million views. I feel like he just started posting again consistently. So maybe they'll go up. And he's still getting a lot, but mm-hmm. it's more like 8.4, 5.5, 6.5. I mean, that's still have? like a lot, but um, 18.3 million. Oh my God. <laughs> I think he probably had like 20 something before, but still that's a ton. Insane. Yeah. I think the whole cancel culture thing is interesting because people don't usually get canceled for good. They get canceled no. for like a few months or a year. And then as soon as the next big thing comes around or as soon as the next person does something messed up, then People all forget. is forgiven. It's yeah. crazy. So I don't even know why we bother. We're like so fast to cancel, but then we're so fast to uncancel. How about we just act like adults? We get pissed at people, have them like, you know, apologize and we can decide is this person deserved to be in the spotlight or not? Instead of just like jumping down people's throats so quickly and then being like, oh, just kidding. I forgive them because it makes us look stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. Like people are just so easy to manipulate these days. Mm-hmm. All right. Something near and dear to my heart and something that's been like, I can't stop thinking about this for years. Like when I sent this to you, I was like, thank God this is on someone else's radar. <laughs> so Avril Lavigne. Yes. There has been a conspiracy going on for years now that Avril Lavigne has actually been dead mm-hmm. for many years and that someone else is actually standing in her place i remember hearing this like three or four years ago someone was like hey there's this whole conspiracy that avril lavigne died and the person that we're seeing is not avril lavigne i remember being like what are you talking about but anyways somewhat recently someone posted a tiktok about it and they were like this has been something that's been like on my mind forever i can't stop thinking about it um back in the early 2000s when avril lavigne first got famous and this is all part of the conspiracy by the way it's not not facts (laughs) um so back in the early 2000s let's say like 2002 2003 um the tiktoker was like avril lavigne got famous and she was very 
I don't know. She didn't take well to the paparazzi, to the limelight, like being in the, in front of the, the camera as a spotlight, everything like that. So supposedly her team found this girl who I think was actually friends with Avril Lavigne. Her name was Melissa Vandella, which just sounds like a fake name, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess for public appearances, they would have this girl, Melissa, take Avril's So spot. like a stunt double almost. Like a, like a stunt double for PR. <laughs> Huh. So basically they were like, all right, Avril is the the singer. She can do, um, like she can go on tour and sing and do her thing and go in the studio. But she was like, listen, I don't do well with, you know, being in front of paparazzi or having to show up to events and things like that. So this girl, Melissa Vandela, would be like the stunt devil of Avril Lavigne when she would go out. Now, how that she could do this and no one would notice that it's two different people, I don't know, I guess. I mean, she does look a lot like her. So... This is happening. And then supposedly somewhere around that time, um, someone said it was because of um, she suffered like a death in the family of like her grandfather or her uncle or something. Life got too much for her. The combination of being famous and being in the spotlight was because became too much and that she ended things and that she took her life. This is part of the conspiracy. So it's not <laughs> facts, but that is what the conspiracy says. Um, I guess her record label and the company that I guess invested so much into Avril Lavigne, they'd already poured millions of dollars into the name. They were like, we don't want to just walk away from the name Avril Lavigne. So they decided to then put Melissa Vandela in Avril Lavigne's place for life. So the girl that we've been seeing for the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years has actually been Melissa Vandela and not Avril Lavigne. And it's such a bizarre conspiracy theory, but there are some people, if you guys go on the internet, there are some people that swear by this. And I guess a big reason is because of how much her features change between 03 and 04. Little things like, um, like the the width between her eyebrows and so like how say, like long and short her nose is and like things that people are like, Oh, it could be surgery, but things that like aren't necessarily surgery related. I don't think that, you know, this Melissa girl, if you look at her quickly, maybe yes. But I think the longer you stare at her, like I didn't think that she looked anything like Avril when I actually looked at her. Yeah. But why do people think that she's dead? Why not just like is hiding out and just being a normal person? I don't know. But like, that's the thing. I don't. So there's a part of me that's like, this is such a far fetched theory that there's no way it's true. But then another part of me is like, it's so far fetched that like, how did someone come up with it? Right. That like makes me feel like there's maybe always truth to like a rumor. I don't know. I mean, it, it is ridiculous, but if there are also other things too, like um, if you look at, so the, like watch this TikTok. We'll, we'll post a link to it or something um, on our Instagram. Cause it is very interesting. And the guy's like, he plays this like creepy music in the background and like, it's very, it is creepy. I don't know. It's just like sketchy when you watch it. And then the two pictures, the two girls, like it does look weird. Like she looks very different now. Um, but even like their voices. So like there's like a clip of Avril Lavigne speaking. And then like a few months later, like after supposedly she committed suicide, there's a clip of Avril Lavigne, Lavigne speaking and she sounds a hundred percent different. Like her voice is like very high pitched and more like squealy sounding. Um, and they were saying that's Melissa Vandela. Again, I don't think this is true. Didn't she just come out with a new album too? Yes. So like I don't know. Recently. What are the chances this Melissa girl can also sing? I have no idea. I don't think it's true. And then someone also posted, they were like, I'm pretty sure the person that came up with this conspiracy theory, um, like literally admitted months later that they came up with this conspiracy theory to prove that like you can convince people of anything. And then someone commented on that and was like, yeah, that they were probably forced to say that. Like that's part of the, that, that's part of the conspiracy. Oh so whatever, you can't really... <laughs> Well, you, you wanna can't know, win. You want to know what's sad is that 
like let's say that this was true and that Avril really couldn't handle the spotlight and just needed to find a way out like it's I feel like no one really thinks about how quickly like everyone wants to be rich and famous well, not everyone but like I want to be rich and famous <laughs> but you know you never think about how you know your life completely changes and you can't just go to the, obviously people know like you can't just go to the grocery store normally ever again but I really feel like people don't actually understand like how much you're robbed of just like little everyday things yeah and like that there's pleasures. no going back yeah. there's no going back no like you have to nip it in the bud like from the beginning like otherwise it's gonna spiral and people are gonna know like avril had to do it at the beginning if she ever wanted a chance of normalcy ever again what do you mean like just to like to have this, hiding yeah yeah that's a good point but if she's dead then i don't know I don't know. I don't think she's... I mean, no, I she's not dead. I don't know. There's, like, no way she's dead. That would just be wild. Also, like, this girl... So, she's just been, like, chilling with someone else for, like, most of her life now. Like, does does Avril like, get family? a cut? <laughs> like, how does that work for her? Like, what does this... What benefit does this serve anyone? Does Avril's family not care that people are, like, pretending, like, their daughter's alive? Well, I think there's... We just have to send a DNA test to this girl's house and see if it comes back Avril and Marissa. Super simple. Yeah. Super simple fix. Super simple fix. I completely agree with that. (laughs) Okay. So you have a pretty major life update, kind of. I I get major, kind of. Yeah. It is to you. It's like, yeah. Your dream coming true. I know. It's like a fun life update. So I am going to be moving to New York City. For a month. <laughs> so I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere permanently. I'm not moving to New York for good. Um, I'm just going to go there for a month. Um, it's something that I feel like during the pandemic, you and I talked all the time about. Let's get up and go. Let's just like get up. Let's move somewhere <laughs> else. And I've always loved New York. I don't think I'm going to go like live there permanently, at least not right now. But um, yeah, I think just COVID is interesting because you can kind of if you want to you can work from wherever you want so my boyfriend and I have been talking a lot about it and we ended up getting an Airbnb in New York so for the month of April um, I'm gonna be there and we're gonna be recording the podcast remotely which is gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be very interesting so sorry about the technical errors (laughs) in advance (laughs) Michael showed me the Airbnb link when we were in Miami and thank god that you're getting a WeWork station whatever because the two of you working from home in that apartment would not go well like you guys would hate each other no it is literally so small it's insane like it's but it's in an amazing location isn't it so it's right on the upper Upper, east side our upper west side sorry um right next to central park which is like exactly where we wanted to be there's like a cute little coffee shop like right next door it's like a adorable but it is very small and i feel like new york city like the apartments themselves unless you're spending like I don't know, like 10 grand a month on like a two bedroom or like a one bedroom. They're so small. They're like little shoe boxes. I don't want to know how much you're paying. It's probably it's like, way more than I may, my rent is for like six months. It's like literally, <laughs> um, it's super cute though. It's like a little loft style. So you walk in and there's like a kitchen on the side and the living room. And then like the bedroom is like upstairs. I know like it's in like cool. Yeah, it's cute. cute. So it's gonna be fun, but we're going to be getting a WeWork because yeah, I just, I feel like with working from home, like you always feel like a little weird because there's like dishes near you and <laughs> laundry. Well, if you're and, in a normal apartment, the dishes are on the other side of the apartment. Well, yeah, but I feel like when I when I did work from home, like during peak COVID, when I was like yeah. 100% remote, I don't know if you, I don't know if you felt like this, but I feel like it was very much. Like I'd like 
make a lunch and then I'd sit down and I'd eat the lunch like at my, it's I guess, too much, technically yeah. desk. And then I would like have like dishes near me and I'd be like, all right, I guess I should do the dishes. But then I was also like working and it just felt weird. Like I didn't like that. So I, I decided, I was like, all right, it's like, we're going to go do this for like, I'm in the office like pretty much hundred percent right now. And like, I'm used to that. So I was like, if I'm going to go somewhere else for an extended period of time, like I want to go to an office, like even if it's not right. an office with other people, like I want to get a wee work. And like Michael and I were saying, we're like, we can wake up in the morning and walk to work Aww. and like physically go to an office during the day and then walk home at night. I feel like I like need that routine. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you don't want to stay in that little apartment all day. Every no. day. You'll go crazy. Yes. 100%. You'll go crazy. But so, you know, Dan, you'll have Dan there. Do you have any other friends that currently live there? So Michael and I were talking about this the other day. Um, so our best friend from college, Dan, he lives in New York city, lives in the East village. Other than that though, I mean, there's like, you know, people here and there from my college that I like kind of know, or like have lost touch with over the years, but I don't have a single girlfriend, like a close girlfriend that lives in New York city. Every single person we know are either guys or like people from like Michael's frat that live in the city or whatever. And I, we were naming people off. I was like, all right, babe, like this is going to be so fun. Who do we know down there? And he's like, oh, well, we know Dan, we know Scoville. We know this person. We know that person. And I was like, I was like, they're not all a boys. Single girl. I, there's not a single girl. And I was thinking about that. I think this will be the first time in my life. And obviously I'm not trying to be super dramatic. I know I'm only going for a month, so it'll be fine. But this will be the first time in my life where I feel like I'm going to go somewhere and won't already have a friend. friend like when I yeah. went to UNH a lot of my friends from high school went there too so like I was able to go into like college with my high school friends and then when I graduated college a lot of my a lot of my friends from college and I were already interning together at the company I started with oh so you had it easy yeah like I always feel like I had those like transitional people in my life and like when I moved to Boston like I was already living with Janine was my roommate in college and her and I moved to Boston together so yeah like I still had to make make other friends in addition to that but I always had people by my side you know right. what I mean I feel like maybe you didn't have that as much oh my god no I, I I had a boyfriend at the time but that was it it was just me and him and I didn't know anyone else yeah obviously I had my roommates but like they were, I wasn't like close when you were, to them. When you were moving to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I, I moved in with people, people that I knew from Rhode Island, but I wasn't like friends with them. I became friends with them. But when I moved, I was terrified and I wish that I had our Facebook group back then. Yeah, I know. I was already thinking that I was like, I wish there was a Facebook or like our Facebook group was in New York, but there might be one. It'll be fine. I mean, it's just a month, but I definitely am like the type of person where I don't know. Like I love the comfort that I get from like our friend group and being in Boston and I love the city and it makes me feel comfortable that like if someone were to reach out to me and be like, all right, like what should we do this Friday? Like I know like, all right, like this is like a good place to go and like I feel safe here and comfortable. Um, and honestly, like the thought of going to New York for like a month does kind of scare me because I'm like, it's not like a vacation where you're surrounded by like people and you have plans the whole time. And I'm like, I want to make sure that I can, you know, get out of my comfort zone and like try to meet people or like try to get myself out there. But then I was thinking about it and like meeting people is hard. Like unless you have like a corporate job where you go to work or like a non-corporate job or whatever. Um, like you, like, do you just go up to people and be like, Hey, 
Like, imagine going up to a girl in the coffee shop. We are shop. the biggest hypocrites. We're like, guys, if you want to make friends, just join our Facebook group. It's wicked easy to make it's friends so here. It's we so easy know. to make friends. And then we're like, no, it's actually really hard. No, it is. That's why we made the Facebook group, though, because it is yeah. freaking hard. Like, what are you supposed to go up to a girl at Starbucks and be like, hey, like, I like your name on your coffee? Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. And it's awkward. And then, like, I feel like you and I are so comfortable together at this point. But you know when you meet a new girl... And it's almost like when you first start dating and you want to like put your best foot forward and you don't want her to yeah, know how much of like a weirdo them. you are yet. <laughs> so you're trying to be all like funny and sophisticated and like cool. And that's exhausting. Yeah, that's why I don't make new friends because <laughs> I don't want to go through the effort of, you know, like I got a lot of baggage and a lot of flaws and like, <laughs> let's just get this over with. Like, you're going to find out that I can be flaky. Sometimes I don't want to get out of bed and like, it's not personal, but like, if you can't understand that, then I don't want to be your friend, you know? Wow. Okay. That, that. It's totally rational. I know. <laughs> Sometimes I want to be flaky and blow you off to stay in bed all day. If you can't appreciate that, then if you can't understand Sayonara. That. Um, but you're only there for a month. Do you think you can make friends in that short of time? I don't know. Which do you think you're going like, to try or do you think it's going to be you, Michael, and Dan? That's <laughs> me, Michael, and Dan. No, I think I will try to make friends. Yeah. Like, you know me. Like, I, I need yeah, you're to very have, social. Well, I also, like, I need like I need my girlfriends like that's like one of the most important things in the world to me I think I'm gonna go up to you don't think random. people are gonna come visit I'm gonna come visit you are gonna come visit what the hell yeah. all right well I'll try to find I'm a not way gonna to stay with you guys because I don't I was no like, I'm gonna find a way to, <laughs> to, to store you in my apartment I'll put you in the garbage disposal do you have room for a uh, air mattress <laughs> yeah we'll make room <laughs> it's like it's so small it's so small um Uh, i honestly i think if we could clear out um the (laughs) island in the kitchen and like horizontally like move the couch like or put the air mattress on the kitchen island across the sink yes across the sink like from the island to the sink i think you guys could stay on that that actually probably would work perfect and then we can and then we can have um like brad or or will like sleep under it in the the little (laughs) nook underneath a sleeping bag perfect how many people can you fit into like a 400 square foot apartment <laughs> finally you'll find out guys in april uh that but actually at would least make me happy if you, you visited you'll you know you'll come home for easter right yes yeah yeah so it won't be bad i'm honestly just being dramatic it's literally gonna be like an extended vacation <laughs> yeah oh my god i think this is good though because it you'll be able to test if you actually like new york that much yeah i know because i feel like i always like hype it up and you never know if you actually like a place until you stay there for a while. Mm-hmm. Like someone was telling me the other day, cause we, we were in Miami for so long. They were like, could you move there? Could you? I honestly don't think so. Like, I just feel like it's not real life there. Yeah. It doesn't feel like real life. I was like, real. how do, um, Michael and I were at this, we were at the W hotel on South beach. We met this couple super nice. So fun. We ended up like going out to dinner with them that night. It was very fun. We went to club ZZ's, which if anyone's ever been there, they charge you like $400 for an entree and you, you get kind of confused <laughs> and scared. But anyways, <laughs> um, they live in Miami and she lives on South beach. He lives in Brickell. And I was like, how the hell do you guys, and they have like careers. Like they're not like influencers. They were like, he owns some, I don't know, company. And yeah. she's like a salesperson for, I think like Oracle or Deloitte or I don't even know, but they were like, well, no, they're like, it's actually not that hard. Like, you know, during 
the week people really do focus like there's the people that are here for vacation there's people here working and I was like I mean maybe but I always feel like if I lived in Miami I don't know if I could get any work done I feel like you'll thrive in New York because I feel like everyone in, in New York City is very much like hustle 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 work 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 like they're very I feel like they all have the same work ethic where they work hard play hard yeah 100% it is interesting though because when you just think about places in general like so many people have like a bucket list of like I want to move here I want to move there but how do you actually know until you move somewhere because it's so different when you're on right. vacation and you're going out to dinners every night and like going out clubbing when you actually live somewhere a lot of it is just like going to the freaking grocery store <laughs> and like walking around and like not doing much huh. so like how do you you're know until you go there if, if you actually like it because it's scary because then when you do move and you sign a lease like you're kind of stuck, stuck there for, for at a least year. a year yeah so like it's a big change. I would freaking move somewhere south, not south, somewhere warm in the in a heartbeat if it wasn't for Mr. Man. Really? Yeah. He's the only thing holding you back. Yeah, it's not <laughs> stupid. He likes skiing too much. Yep. They're uh, also going skiing next week, right? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I have crippling anxiety. Yeah, our boyfriends are going <laughs> on their yearly boy ski trip that we never get invited to. They go for like a week to somewhere out west, so... Six nights without Mr. Man. It's fine, guys. I'll be fine. She's going to be fine. I don't have codependent issues. It's fine. <laughs> but speaking of New York, I um, am watching it. Well, I just finished another TV show. Are you proud of me? I honestly am like feeling like you're a whole new woman. I think I think I'm just depressed. So I'm just like watching a lot of TV. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm not depressed. I need something to distract me. No, but um, inventing Anna, I... Didn't want to give in to the hype, but I'm so glad I did. It's so good. You liked it? I love it. I know. It. I'm her only... accent's wicked annoying. Oh though. my gosh. It's so you know, I read this thing because everyone was like, What the what the hell is up with her accent? Like, what's going on? It's nasally. I read this thing that said her accent's actually very good and kind of accurate. Oh, whoops. Sorry if I offended. No, no, no. Which, <laughs> no, but every single person said the same thing. They were like, Her what is up with the accent? Like, because at one point it kind of sounds a little Scottish. <laughs> and then other times it sounds Russian and then other times it sounds German. And I'm I just feel like, like she what? made it up. I it's kind a mix. Of, it's interesting. But someone was like, it's actually not like bad for like what she's trying to portray. And I was like, interesting. Because she's like, all the critics like loved her portrayal of her. So I don't know. I think like her mannerisms, her body language, like it's her perfect. vocabulary, like what she said was perfect. It was just like every time I turned it on, Mr. Man would be like, Ugh, I can't listen to this girl oh my anymore. God. So true. I'm like, I'm well, just listen because it's worth it. Well, and actually, you and Ashley are the ones who told me to watch it. Oh, really? So you were ahead of the curve from me. I'm wow. on episode four, so I haven't watched the whole thing yet, full transparency. And we're not going to give you guys any spoilers, but if you yeah. haven't watched it yet, it's called Inventing Anna. It's on Netflix. It was created by Shonda Rhimes, which is how you know it's going to be good. She's the oh, one that made that. Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder. Like every single good show was made by Shonda Rhimes. So it's obviously, you know, it's going to be good. Um, it's basically about this girl that essentially um, claims to be a German heiress and sometimes claims to be a Russian heiress and like a crazy like socialite trust fund baby um, from Germany. And she kind of infiltrates New York society so people that think of gossip girl so think of like serena and blair and chuck and all those super rich kind of like super famous people and this girl coming in and convincing them that she is one of them and anyone that's watched gossip girl knows it's impossible to like you know become part of the world to get even anyone it. to look at you yes because they're just like so rich and it's like a birthright and they have they speak a different language they eat a different type of cuisine like they're just like a different person but she convinced all these people that she herself was that way even though she wasn't and it's just very interesting 
what are your thoughts so far since you're only halfway? So I like, what do you think of Anna Delvey? I'm do you very, like her? Do I'm, you love her? Hate her? I'm like, love to hate her. I'm very impressed by her. Yeah. She's a genius. It's crazy that people like, so this is also based on a true story, by the way. I don't even think we said that this all went down in like 2017. And, um, the other part to that is she's actually like the show starts with her, um, going to prison. So she's arrested because she basically embezzled money from all these socialites and from all these rich people, people that she was friends with, she took money from them. And then she embezzled money from comp- large corporations. And the whole show was like, did she do it? Did she actually steal the money? And she's saying, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Um, and the whole show is kind of uncovering what she actually did. Right. Um, and I don't know how to talk about this without spoiling it for you, but my whole thing is my take on it is if you are that manipulative enough to get as far as she did without getting caught, then the joke is on them. (laughs) Like you just got outsmarted by a 20 something year old girl that comes from nothing. Like, jokes on you yeah i'm not sorry like i wouldn't (laughs) i don't know it's very you know you're you're so right and it's also very interesting because someone's like they say this in like episode two this guy's like you don't understand like it's it's not just about like wearing because she would wear like designer bags and i still understand how i don't understand how she did either like she came from nothing right but she's wearing like every single day like a different Prada bag, like Hermes. She's she knows all the designers. She knows Balenciaga. She knows everything. She's staying at these very like luxe hotels for like not just like a night or two, but for like months on end. And she's like staying in like living in penthouses of hotels. And she has like a car service and like all this crazy stuff. And he was like, beyond that, even like you go to dinner with her, and he he's like, when someone is new money and they want to be flashy, they'll order like the most expensive bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. That's like what someone who just made a ton of money will do. He's like, right. but she had this, like she Taste. knew wine. Like she knew what was like the region to get it from. And like, she ordered in like a very like old money way. Right. And he was like, she understood like our like etiquette. And she just like knew things that most people wouldn't know unless they were like raised in that whole like elite crowd. Right. So to me, I just find it to be so fascinating that someone can be, like you said, that manipulative, like a mm-hmm. true con artist. And the cool thing about her, not cool, but the interesting thing is everyone that I've talked to about the show is like, she's a genius. Like she's my idol. She's so cool, which is weird. Cause she is a criminal in a, I mean, allegedly, but like everyone's like so in awe and it's, I don't know if it's because people just like hate rich people. So they're <laughs> like, all right, like who freaking cares if they got their money stolen? <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't feel bad for you, but I do wonder cause obviously I watched this after I watched the Tinder Swindler. So obviously I was already on the con artist train. Scammers, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the tennis winner, you know that the girls that were victims of this guy are stuck with all that debt. So what happens to everyone? So, well, I don't want to give it away. What happens if, what happens to all of her debt? I'm not going to talk about anyone else's debt, but like Anna, for instance, like she definitely had credit card debt. Right. Like she's definitely getting shit that she could So what does that, like if you're in jail, what happens to your debt? I don't know. Do they come? Because like when you die, if you have debt, they co- they go after your, like your family members. But if you like get the don't money. really have it, like I don't. I would love to know. Yeah, where does debt go if the person literally <laughs> I don't know. do they just like declare bankruptcy? But then that screws over the companies anyways. I'm sure those 
like maybe the companies or the people that she was indebted to would have some sort of insurance to cover them. But like when she was buying all those designer clothes, that was going on like a credit card. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea either, but she makes me want to try it. She makes me want to check into, I feel like you can't do that these days anymore. I feel like you can't, no, you can. You don't get charged. You can't do a hotel without getting charged until you leave. But usually you have to put a card down when you check in. Yes. To like protect themselves from just checking out without getting charged, right? I don't freaking know. I don't know. But I want to try. Like, could I check into a hotel, stay there the night, and then sneak out in the morning without getting charged? I don't think so. No, because they have they put your card down for for incidentals, right? They always do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, maybe it's because of her. I don't know. I don't understand how she got away with it. I don't know either. Maybe she just was like so rich that people were like, oh, she's good for it. And they didn't. Oh, because she kept saying, my why is coming. Yeah. So the why is coming. (laughs) Maybe like we get treated like peasants because we look like peasants. And like they they figured she was good for the money. But it did make me wonder because I know we were just talking about like meeting new people and making friends, etc. Like imagine this girl, she comes over off the boat from another country doesn't know a single person and finds a way to infiltrate this like super elite crowd of people that everyone and their mother wants to be in right like everyone wants to be in the like like I look at it all the time like the people that go to those balls in New York City and they're just like so prestigious and like you can't even get an invite you can't even pay for an invite because it's just like that elite and she was able to become friends with these people like it's hard for me to even go up to a new person I don't know and just like shake their hand and like get to know them but like how like how do you even get your foot in the door like she must have had so much crazy just charisma and just be so manipulative that she was able to walk up to someone and just have this confidence and like make up the story and like stick to her guns so much to the point where she was like I believe that this is actually who I am and she didn't care and I feel like for me like knowing that I was a fraud like I already get imposter syndrome so bad and I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying about anything (laughs) imagine like your whole life being a lie and like waking up every morning not knowing if like People are going to find out and your whole life is going to, like, as you know, it is basically going to be over. I would have crippling anxiety. I'd be so anxious. But she just does it, like, so calmly and confidently the whole time. Like, how do people like that exist? (laughs) This is so hard because I don't know what you've seen. Like, I don't remember what's happened after episode four. I'm going to go watch this. I know you need to. It's so good. All right. Maybe we'll talk about it again next week and we'll talk about spoilers next week. Yeah. So good. All right. And then we're going to finish it off. I know that we... I think we did this last week or we didn't do it last week. The, the product spotlight. I don't know. I think we did it. Okay. So. Oh, we did it before we left for Miami. Okay. So product spotlight. This is something I just wanted to make sure I talked about because I know it's like such a bandwagon thing right now. But the Gua Sha, honestly. Did you just start using it? changed my life. Yes. I like, just. When? Like a week ago? Like a week ago. Really? Yes. That surprises me because you love skincare. Love skincare. But, like, I never was, like, one of those girls that like, got, like, the jade roller. Like, I tried it a few times, and I was, yeah. like, it's stupid. Like, it's not, like, what does this do? Mm-hmm. So, with the gua sha, I was, like, this is just, like, another thing people are doing. But I've done so much research on it. I've seen so many tutorials on it. I've seen so many before and afters. And I was, like, you know what? I'm just going to get one and try it out and see if I like it. For those of you that don't know, a gua sha is, like, um, well, people have been doing it in Asia for a very, very long time as part of their skincare. But it's basically, like, a tool, and it's shaped like a like a, a heart, heart? Like, yeah. I don't know. like a messed up heart. and you basically kind of watch a watch a tutorial, tutorial on TikTok, tiktok or on google or wherever you watch your videos but basically you rub it across your face and it's supposed to um like drain like fluid 
Um, it's almost like a lymphatic massage like in your face. And some people also claim that it has anti-aging benefits and can kind of define like your cheekbones and define your jawline and shit like Which that. Which it does if you're consistent. Some people say that it does. And honestly, I started using it because I was like, I feel like this will be great for my face. It might be anti-wrinkle, like hopefully. But what I was pleasantly surprised by and the reason why I've actually kept doing it isn't even for that reason. Mm-hmm. So I have a really hard time like at nighttime, like turning your phone off and like falling asleep like my mind always races I've like every single night been doing this where I'll lay down in bed so I'll fully get ready for bed like I'll do um like I'll brush my teeth do my skincare take all my makeup off shower like whatever get into my pajamas get into bed and usually you need to have like face oil or like a serum on your face so that Something. you don't want to do it dry because it can like pull Rub. out your skin and that's not good um so make your face all like oiled up basically what do you use i'll do up? i do like um like i have this serum by aloativo that i love and it stays like moist on your face for a very long time so i put that on my face and i lay in my bed and i've been like washing my face like both sides of it for i'll do it for like 10 minutes and i'll make sure i get everywhere and i do it like very very slowly and it's like very cooling I don't know what it is, guys. It's the weirdest thing ever. But like, it puts me into like this weird trance where by the end, I'm like so relaxed. Like my face muscles are so relaxed that it makes me fall asleep. I feel like I've been doing it wrong because I, every time I've done it, I've obviously never done it consistency like every day. But when I do it, like I'm like either like it's during the day and like I'm sitting at my desk and like I'm like multitasking while I'm doing it. But I feel like it actually could be really relaxing. If no, you're like laying down in bed, ready for bed and you're doing it to like wind down. Exactly. No, hundred percent. I'm the same as you. Like when I first did it, I remember I was doing it like in front of the mirror, like trying to do it right. Or I was doing it while I was doing something else. And I was like, oh, like this is just like another step onto my routine. And like, it's got a, kind of a pain in the ass. Like I don't want to deal with this. And I was like, will it actually work? And you know, like when you get something and you're like, oh, this will be fun. And you do it twice and you never do it again. Right. I was like, this is definitely going to be that. But for some reason, when I was in Florida, I was in bed and I was actually watching inventing. And I remember being like, oh, maybe I'll just do this while I'm in bed and it literally like when I was done doing it I remember putting it the, like the gua sha stone like down next to my face I like, fell Pass asleep out. and in the morning I was like that was the best night of sleep I've ever had so I did it again that night mm. it happened again and it just I think it just because it re- relaxes like your facial muscles. muscles so much and you're also, also not on your phone because you're like doing that to your face right so you're just like I would like turn all the lights off, like put my phone down, like set my alarm, like be fully ready for bed and do that for 10 minutes and literally just completely fall asleep. So anyone listening, try it. I don't know if it'll work for you. Cause have I- you seen results though in your face and the structure? Like do you, cause it's supposed to, you know, I feel like people don't realize that your face can swell for so many different reasons. Yeah. Like whether it's sodium or just like, honestly, your hormones, like if you're a girl, like the different like weeks in your cycle, like there are weeks when like, I know I'm going to get my period soon because my face is a little bit more puffy than normal. Mm-hmm. And that can help with all that inflammation in your face. So do you feel like you've seen that? Yeah. So true. Um, I've definitely seen it like a little bit, like my face hasn't been puffy at all. I will say though, I've been like on airplanes and like True. super dehydrated and like we were drinking last week and stuff. Right. So all that stuff usually makes your face puffier mm-hmm. and my face hasn't been puffy. So I definitely think it's helped in that sense, but I'm going to do it for a few more weeks and see if I like notice like very noticeable results. But honestly, even just for the way that it makes you feel, I would 100% recommend it to anyone. I got one that's um, from Amazon I think it was literally $15, yeah. but it's stainless steel because it's so easy to clean stainless steel. So right. I made sure I got that one because depending on the time you get, the type you get, like I heard some of them can like harvest bacteria. So just Ew. make sure you're like cleaning it really, really well and like 
whatever because you're rubbing it on your face and some people don't right. them, which is kind of gross that but, is gross well you just yeah. influenced me to want to go home right now and do it amazing because i haven't been doing it but now i want to do it we can like facetime each other when we're in bed that and does- gua <laughs> together i think that defeats the purpose of relaxing. i literally was with my parents the other night and i was like laying on the couch like gua my face and like rubbing like serum on it and like my dad walks in and he's like he looks at my mom and he goes you know what it's so funny shannon because when you're a baby i used to look at you and i I always asked Linda, who's my mom, he was like, what's she going to be like when she grows up? Like, what's she going to be? And he was like, I really never thought you would be this. Like, <laughs> I was just like laying there in these like fuzzy pajamas, like gushawing my face. And he was like, I didn't think you'd be this much of a diva. I was like, I'm this not a diva dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, 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 right. Totally oh. not high maintenance at all. No, no, you're gonna look amazing when you're 60s because everything that you're doing right now. Oh my god, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you no, too. You I'm too, gonna Gail. look 10 years older. No, Gail, you're gonna look. You you look amazing every day. Oh, thank you. You inspire me, Gail. Oh, shut up. All right, that's all we have for this week. Uh, bear with us. You know, first week back after a week off. We're trying. <laughs> We're trying our best. Next week, our hangover will officially be gone. Yeah. We'll be like ready to go. It ready will. to rock. So if you like what you heard, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. At drinks after work, no underscore on TikTok. If you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for fun things to do in the city, events to go to, places to see, all that and above, join our private Facebook group. It's drinks after work, Boston baddies, or just go to the link in our Instagram bio and join today. We'll see you baddies next week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>